Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Genesis, right? Genesis, you with me? Go to go to go over here. Go to Deuteronomy chapter two. Go to Deuteronomy two twenty four. Stay with me. You ready for this? Are you ready? Now I need you to lock in. I want everybody to do things. Remember, say lock in. You gonna lock in and just agree with me. Just agree with me. What I tell you, just say I'm going with it. Roll with it. I, yeah, that's what you do. You roll with it. If we went, you know what? I don't understand people. You go to the doctor. You know, you don't need. Or you go somewhere. You ever go to a mechanic? Mechanics the easy way. You go. Who? Know, you don't know nothing about your car. You think you do. You know what I mean? You go to a mechanic, mechanic says, oh, it's got this. You don't stand there and fight with the guy. Oh, I go to see the financial planner guy. Hey, I want to be retired. By the time. Oh, you're yelling about everything. You don't do none of this. No, you don't go to Publix and scream about the price of bean sprouts or whatever you guys do. You just pay it or don't get it. Right? You go, oh, my God. It's $1.50. We want for me, man? Gas. Fuck. Oh, ah, gas is four bucks. You want gas in your car, you pay it. You don't want gas, walk. You don't argue with the guy at the pub. My God, inflation. You don't do none of that. You come in church, you're going to argue with me? Leave the arguing outside. Come and say, whatever this guy says, I'm going to believe to be the word of the Lord for my life. Yeah. That's how your life changes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So don't, I, I'm for you. I'm not against you. I'm trying to get stuff to you. Amen? The blessing is going to promote you. The blessing of God will promote you. You understand what I said? Real, you understand what I said? The blessing of God will promote you. What other people can't see and you, God already called you to be. You understand that? The bless, you understand that? Did you, you guys look at me, pay attention. The blessing of God will take you places and bring you to the top. You understand that? The top. The best of the best. Why? Because you got it? No, because God's got it on you. You understand that? That's what you got to believe. Say, why, how can you talk like that? But he commanded it on your life. He didn't play with this thing. He put it on you. Kyle, all right. Get this. All right. Now you're ready for me. So it took you a little bit. Rise up, take your journey, pass over. He said this. He said, I've given this thing to kings and all the battle. But watch this. Keep going the next half of this thing. I don't know. I'm busting stuff around here today. Begin to possess it and what? Contend with it and in him in battle. How many say, I got to contend for the blessing? Does that make sense? Even though it's mine, I still got to fight to keep it. So that's the fight. You get that? You ain't fighting to get it. You're fighting to keep what you got. And that's a mentality because you got to know you're blessed because if you don't know you're blessed, you start living without the blessed. Everything I tell you, you're going to need faith mixed in there. If you don't mix faith with what I tell you, it ain't going to work because you'll forfeit it based upon not thinking it belongs to you. So go to Genesis 1.26, and as you see this thing really kind of makes sense, it's going to make just real lot of sense, okay? Because God said this in Genesis 1.26. He said, let me make man in my image and my likeness, and let me make him both male and female and all this stuff, right? Look at this. And God said, let us make man in our image and our likeness, and he said, make them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air, okay? So he said, let me make man image and likeness of God. So God made you in his image and likeness. Now watch this. And he said, what? And he said, have, have dominion over the fish of the sea and over all the earth and every creepy thing that creepeth upon the earth. Everybody say, I got dominion over creeps. Old creep. lady said, nah. <laughs> you got dominion over the creepers. <laughs> you guys got to laugh once in a while. I say, Pastor Chris, you're all intense. No, you got dominion. Now I want you to see this. Now get this. He gave man dominion. And now watch what he said here. On everything that creeps upon. So God created man in his own image. 
and God created man in his own male and female. He created he and them. So he made man in his image and his likeness and of the same DNA. He reached in himself and made you. Now watch this. And God, and then he said, be what? Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, and subdue it. You see it? So the blessing came first. Now he didn't say God bless you like, oh, hachu. He said God bless you like empower you to prosper. Now I got to get you to see this. The blessing is what enforced the dominion. Now, go, go back to verse 26. You got to see this. You got to see this. Because this is really important. Because if I, see, you know what I really found out about the word of God? Check this out. You got to take these little, little pieces and just click them together in your head. And the whole thing make more sense than it did before we got here. Because we read this stuff and we know it, but we really got to get an understanding. Because we can't go to the place of faith until we get the understanding properly there. Now, watch this. God said, I made man an image. I made man in the image and likeness of me. And let them have dominion over the fish of sea. Now, he's talking about man. Hear me. He said, and God said, let us, Holy Spirit in him, let me make man in our image and in our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, keep going, and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over everything that creepeth upon the earth. Good idea, God. Keep going. Watch this. So God created man in his own image, and in the image of God he created him male and female. He's talking what he did. He's like, I made him. I made him look like man. I made him look like woman, and that's what I did, and that's how I did it. And God blessed them. You see it? The blessing brought the dominion. The blessing brought the dominion. He said, I made man. He looks like me. I made woman. They look like me. I want them to have dominion over the fish you see in the valley air. And let me show you how they're going to have it. I'm going to put the blessing on them. And everywhere they go in the earth, that blessing is going to speak. Because that curse is in the earth. You seeing it? You were born into this thing. He, see what I mean? He wants you out. He said, I made man in my image and in my likeness, and I gave him dominion. And let me show you how I gave him dominion. I gave him the blessing. So the blessing produced dominion. And then in Genesis chapter 2, he said, I put words in him so he could be a speaking spirit. My God in heaven. Hebrews 2 and 7 says he, made, he blew life into man, and life became. That's why you got Now remember this. You only say what God says about your life. This is why confession is so important. I don't care what your ding-dong friends say. You say what God said. You know what I'm saying, me? You're going to be around a bunch of people talking about your down unbelief, and they go, hey, you crazy. Why you talk like that? You talk like that because I'd rather be on God's side than man's side. Well, you sound goofy ahead, and I don't care about none of that. Every time you say something different than the word of God, you're saying something against that blessing on your life, and you don't screw around with that. Because let me tell you what happened with them jokers. Let me tell you. You look at that Bible. Esau thought it was funny. That joker ripped himself off stupid because he'd rather eat a bowl of porridge and cursed his birthright. You understand that? He said, what's the big deal? Just give me a bowl of porridge. I don't care. Let me tell you what that means. That means this. You don't say nothing different than what the blessing says about your life. Because every time you do, you undo what God put on you. Are you okay with this? You seeing it? So that's why confession is important. People say, oh, I ain't no big deal what I say. Yeah, well, if you don't say what God says, you're walking out of the blessing, and the only thing left for you in the earth is the curse. I'm showing you, okay? Now, say, I don't know if I believe this. Well, you better believe the Bible. The blessing is what produces the prosperity. The blessing is what produces the health. The blessing is what produces the restoration. The blessing. The blessing. You keep talking about this blessing. That's what God did with man. He blessed him. 
He empowered him. Now, you got to get this word, right? The word is Barak, the other dude in the morning. He's a Hebrew guy. He gets on, and I say it wrong, but I could care less. Call it Barak, and here's what it means. It means to endow or endow you with power and prosperity. Okay? Official definition. Everybody ready for it? Here it comes. Ready? Boom. The official definition, if I could find it, means this. It means basically that you're going to be blessed. Or basically, write this down. Here's my 101 translation. Empowered to prosper. Empowered to prosper. That's an easy way to do it. And then I'll get you the full, full one I got over here, right? Everybody say empowered, prosper. Means to endue with power for success. You've been endued or infused with power for success. I don't care what you do. It's going to take you to the top. Well, my ability. No, the blessing. Did you get what I just said? How in the world? It, it's not just some, I'm not playing mind games with you. What's going to make you the best? The blessing. But you didn't put faith in this blessing before. You were putting faith in you. We all do it. Well, you know, I'm trying real hard. I'm toiling real. No, 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 no. That's not what I said. You get a revelation of the blessing and the earth will give you what you deserve. Do you get what I said? The earth will say, uh-oh. See, you didn't know. I told the Lord. I said, how do we even get in this? The Lord answered my prayers. Then he rebuked me for when I got him. Not a hard rebuke, but it was a loving rebuke. It was kind of like, hey, what did you ask me? I said, Maybe he didn't rebuke me. He just explained to me. He said, what did you want for these people? I said, I want them walking in the fullest potential for everything you got for them. I want them to have health, wealth, all of it. He said, that's why I'm telling you about the blessing. That's why, and I knew we got set up. We're so set up in this place, it's, it's almost literally scary. That's why 2019, you better be ready, man. Go, somebody said, take a week off of church. You don't need no week off of church. You need a day off from your job or something crazy. You don't need no week off from this. You should be fighting to get in the building. Tell me about who I am, preacher. Tell me who God made me to be. Who am I? People come in here and say, oh, it's hard to go to church. It's hard to stay in the world. I'll be in no world. You know what I'm saying? But I don't need, I don't need to go to church and hear. Yeah, you do. You don't know that much. Yeah, people don't want to hear that. Okay. Do you get what I just said? That ain't mean. Everybody got to listen to somebody. Tell me who I am. Make me believe what the Bible says I am. You get that through Revelation. It's the blessing that's going to make you rise to the top. What's going to happen when you start putting faith in the blessing? <laughs> oh, man. You, your stock's going up by the minute. Tick, 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 tick. How in the world? Favor hits your life. How you get this favor? He came and found you. Qualified you. You were lost. He came and found you. Man, people can't see what's on you. Man, people can't see what's on you. And they don't get mad when they don't recognize it because it ain't for that place. You're going to go where everybody's celebrating you. How'd that happen? I don't know, but I know God. This message will make it happen. You got to put faith in it, though. You got to put faith in it. I'm going to prove it to you, right? You got to have faith in this because if you don't put faith in it, you're going to be messed up. Now, let's watch this. Are you okay with me? Are you seeing how this thing's falling into place? Because you got to understand, look at Genesis 2 and 7. Man became a speaking spirit. You know what that was all about? Enforce the blessing. Jewish people will tell you they speak the blessing over their family. You understand what I'm saying? So, why are those Jewish people got all that money and all that stuff? Blah, 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 right? That's how people think. Why they got all that? Because they smart. They understand to stay connected to God even when you're lost. That's the God's honest truth. You understand? Look, it says, and the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed in his nest in his breath, breath and his nostrils and the breath of life. Man became a living soul. Hebrew translation, man became a speaking spirit. Why'd God give you words? 
so we could communicate with one another. Nah, he messed that all up at the Tower of Babel. God gave you words so you can empower the blessing. You see that? Oh, you want to see it? Death and life is in the power of the tongue. They that love it will eat the fruit thereof. Deuteronomy 30. I put blessings and curses in front of you in life and death. Choose the blessing. He wants you to speak the blessing. Every time you speak, speak the blessing. Speak the blessing over your family. Speak the blessing over your finance. Speak the blessing. You with me? Now, you got to get something, okay? This is important. My words got power because they're connected to the blessing of the curse. Now, you got to see something here. Go to Genesis chapter 3. You got to now pull this in because this can help you today. And I know you guys are doing it. You're doing great. I'm not going to keep you here all day, but I want you to get this, all right? Genesis 3, and let's go to verse 17. You all right with that? Okay? Because you got to get this. You got to get an understanding of this. You really got to get an understanding of this. Genesis 3, 17. When everybody gets there, say amen. Um. Um, you could just put it into King James, that's fine. Genesis 3, everybody say 17. Here we go, you write it down? And unto Adam he said, now go slow, because you have hearkened unto the voice of thy wife. Now, I know, don't, I told him in the morning, don't go yelling at your wife, she's smarter than you, number one. And, and the only reason why, only reason why they don't, let me tell you something about a woman. The only reason why a woman doesn't listen is because you probably ain't following God. I'm trying to help you, man. You, I could save you 300 hours of marriage counseling if you pay attention. The problem with all you guys is you, you think you know too much. You got to listen to somebody. The day she sees you submit your life to somebody is the day she will follow you to hell and back, bro. I'm helping you if you pay attention. Ain't nobody going to tell me I'm a man's man. You, the biggest clown in the building. Because she ain't going to follow you around the block because she don't trust you because you're dangerous because you're rogue in your own mind. And you think you know what you're doing. You ain't spiritually that smart. You know what she wants to know? A woman wants to be covered. She wants to be safe. And she wants to know you're going to listen to somebody because you ain't listening to her. And that's where I come in for all you spiritual giants. Yeah, that's why you start calling me dad and hang around. Hey, dad, I'm 70 years old. Why am I calling you dad? Because that's how it works. And when she sees that, she's safe, and then you're great, and then I rebuke everybody, and everybody goes home happy. And you'll probably get mad at me one day, but that will be your test. <laughs> you didn't know that? Yeah, it'll be your test. Because you, agreement, agreement usually ends and then problems start. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yeah, you love me one day and you want to hate me another day. Because the devil want to separate you from me. That's his number one job. Because if you can stay around something anointed, you could go to some place you can't get to by yourself. You'll prosper like never before. Stuff will start happening in life. So that's why. If don't blame her. She's just a byproduct of what he could not obey. That's all she is. She's brilliant, man. She's Picasso. Women, let me tell you something. You're the most beautiful, dangerous thing on the face of the earth. You are because you got power of creativity. Men don't have it. Not like that. God made, think of this. God made everything, and then he made you. He made everything, and the earth still wasn't good enough, so he made woman. She's his Picasso, but she is dangerous, man. <laughs> what you mean she's dangerous? She could change the whole world. So she's got to stay in a good spot of submission, but she ain't going to follow you unless she sees you. It just works. You understand this? I tell you this stuff all the time. She don't listen because she don't trust you, not because she's rebellious. Do you see that? A woman ain't going to listen because she don't trust you because you're rebellious because you don't submit yourself to nobody. So you still stay in rogue, ain't helping you nowhere. You got to listen to somebody. The day she sees you submit to somebody, the day she'll start listening to you. 
But you all know what you're doing. All right, I'm just trying to, I just saved you 30 years of marriage counseling. I have people come off office and we've been in marriage counseling eight years. You said in one hour more than eight years. I said, yeah, I know. Learn from my pain, please. I know what I'm doing. But I know now because the Bible, you see that? But don't get mad at her because everybody reads it and says, see, she don't listen. No, she didn't listen because he didn't obey. Because she'll follow if he obeys. But he, that joker didn't even know who God was. That's why Adam don't move me with his place with God in the cool of the day. Because you ain't going to believe what the devil says about God if you know God. So there's something wrong with his relationship. Because when he said God wants to keep something from you, God ain't keeping me from nothing. If the devil showed up here and manifested in his full bodily form and said to me, hey, Sarno, God's trying to keep something from you. I say, you're a liar. I know my father. If he came to Jesus did it, he said, if you are, he said, I'm not doing side tricks for you to prove who he is. I know who he is. Don't tell me Adam knew who God was. Adam didn't know jack about God. That's why the devil told him stuff about God. He didn't know who God's character was, and therefore he believed the devil more than he believed God. Okay, so leave it at that. But she will follow you all the way through, bro, as long as she sees you in proper order. That's the key with it. Okay, you got it? You guys are doing it. All right, listen. And Adam, because you read that stuff, and I know what you do. You go home and say, see, he has a Pastor Chris said. Pastor Chris didn't say nothing. Pastor Chris called you a ding-dong. And, and said unto Adam, because thou hast hearkened to the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree, which I commanded thee. He didn't just say, these weren't suggestions, they were commandments. You see what I'm saying? That's why intensity was important. You want, can I show you something? Remember when God commanded Adam not to? That's why Abraham had to go through the trial of Isaac. Because Isaac, that's warp. Go take your kid on the hill and kill him. I got to know you fear me because the first guy didn't. And fear not like, oh, I'm scared of you. Fear like when I say something, I'm God. Adam had more sense about who God was when he was naked in the garden and heard God say, oh, my God, it's God. He said, you should have had that reverence before. You would have been obeying me. Now I caught you in sin, and now you're fearing me. I'm naked and afraid. You should have been naked and afraid before. Exposed to God and fearful in a place of reverence, but you weren't because you just heard the word of God and you put no value on it. And the devil will always deceive you in what you don't put value on. God just said it. God didn't just say it. God commanded it. That's why when Abraham shows up, what did he say? He said, take Isaac, stick him up here, and kill him. That's crazy. God ain't that kind of God. Kill your kid? What are you, nuts? He said, no, nah, I got to get you to a place of obedience. This first guy wasn't. What's the first thing he said when the hand went back with the sword? Abraham, stop. I know you fear me. That was his question. He said, what? I know you have fear. What kind of fear? Reverence. First guy didn't have it. He didn't reverence me after he sinned. You reverenced me before. You want to see something crazy? God doesn't really have a problem with your sin after the fact you reverence him first. Abraham's a joke half the day. He's lying, all messed up. He said, no, 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 that's not. I'm telling you, listen to me. Some things are harder to walk out, but God, what's Romans 8 say? There's no condemnation in them that are after the spirit first. But then they walk after the flesh. God got a problem. Remember in the Bible, he said, what's worse? Kid that comes and says, hey, go in the field and do the work. He said, I ain't doing it. But he goes and does it. He said, he ain't bad. He said, the one that's bad, it says he's going and doesn't do it. You should stay with God is what I'm trying to say. That's a bunny trail. I don't know how I said that, why I said that, but somebody take that. Go. Here we go, because we got to go. In sorrow, you better, man. Go back to 16, you got to see this. Adam, what? Yeah, 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 sorry. And sorry, yeah, yeah, wait, go, 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 yeah, 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 where was I, 15? Yeah, go to 15 real quick, please. And I will put an enmity between the man and the woman, and the seed it shall bruise thy heel and the head, and thou shalt bruise the heel, go, 16. 
And unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and conception. That's why you got pain in childbirth for the sin of Eve. Go. And the desire shall be thy husband all the days and have a rule over thee. And basically what that says, you need to be in submission. And Adam said, and unto Adam he said, because you hearkened to the voice of thy wife and has eaten of the tree which I commanded thee not to eat of, thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. You see it? He said, the earth's cursed because of you and your <laughs> Adam's, he got problems, bro. The whole earth's cursed because of you. And now watch this. Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for because of you or your sake. In sorrow you shall eat of it all the days of your life. He said, you're going to toil and you're going to, read the next part. Keep going. Thorns and thistles shall I bring forth unto thee, to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of that field. You can even keep going a little bit more. And in the sweat of thy face, you're going to labor till thou return unto the ground. For out of it was thou taken, for thou art dust, and dust shall return thereon. Remember he say dust to dust? What's he saying? He said you got a curse on the earth forever, and it ain't going nowhere. You're going to start in the dirt and stay with the curse, and you're going to live in this thing until we put you back in the dirt. You brought it. Now, this is what the bad news was. But I'm going to show you something right here. Don't that sound like the earth? The toil for labor. You can get 22 jobs and still can't get out. Come on, he said it's cursed. But I got news for you. Why did why the second Adam do? He rectified everything the first Adam jacked up. Now, I got to show you something here now. Because the Bible said this. He said they toil. Now, watch this. Can you go back to Proverbs 10.22? 10.22 in the NIV? You all right with that? Just look at it. Proverbs, everybody say Proverbs 10.22. NIV. And what? If you got the NIV. The Lord, the blessing maketh what? Rich. And it what? Adds no sorrow. Now watch this, watch this. The blessing of the Lord bringeth forth without painful toil. Whoa, 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 wait a minute now. You told me, hello, you're going to be cursed, and the earth is going to be a painful, thorny, thistly mess. But Jesus said the blessing can override it. <laughs> he said, the, you, you see, you were like at level three. I'm at a level, I'm a, come on, lift your expectancy. You ain't getting me. Did you hear what I said? He just told Adam, this place is jacked up for life. And you ain't going to change it. You're dust to dust. He said, you're going to go back to the dust, eating the, th he said, the sweat of your brow. This is what happened. Because this, all right, watch. Who am I talking to? You. I'm talking prosperity. Some of you are like, how am I going to prosper? The blessing is going to prosper you. How in the world am I going to get a different doctor report than the one I got? The blessing is going to do it. How in the world are you going to be restoration to this jacked up family? Oh, man, these people shot out. The restoration process of the blessing going to bring back the, it brought back the prodigal. It will bring back whatever you got. And it will rectify the whole family. Why? For me and my house, we're going to what? Serve the Lord. Because why are you going to serve the Lord? I'm going to bless Abraham. I'm going to bless Isaac. I'm gonna, and bless the fruit of your body. Yeah. That's your offspring. Your wealth. Man, the money you lost is coming back. Amen. You don't want to hear me. You should have stood home. Did you hear what I said? What you mean? 
Deuteronomy 20. Go to Deuteronomy 28. Go to Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. Go to Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. You better lift your level of faith in here. Because you don't make no faith with this, you ain't going to get it. You lift your level of faith. You say, well, I don't know how. The blessing is going to do it. How you going to rise to the top of the, of the whole department? The blessing is going to do it. How you going to be the best? How you going to be the best at the company? The blessing is going to make a way and add no sorrow. How you going to get a promotion? Run the whole shop. I don't care. Run the whole store. Get, buy the store. How you going to do that? The blessing is going to do it. How you going to go to the president of the university? The blessing will do it. You see, you gotta get, you gotta elevate yourself. This is what I told you. My way ain't your way. My thought. God ain't talking like you over here, dumb. God's saying, listen, you better start thinking about you the way I think about you. You better start seeing you the way I see you. You better start believing about you how I believe about you. You start, man. I'll tell you what happens. You get a little pep in your step. You go, like, man, man, get the way I ain't. I, that ain't my bit. I don't get. I'm not settling for that. That ain't not. That don't come with this package I belong to. Look at Deuteronomy 28. Am I reading you the Bible? Is the Bible true? What's numbers? What's, what's my what's my favorite scripture in the whole Bible? Is God a man that he should lie? Is he the son of God that he is he the son of man that he, is he the son of God that he needs to repent? Did he not say something? Won't he do it? Numbers twenty three. If God said it, he don't lie. God cannot lie. So why are you second guessing God's ability to tell the truth? He just told you he can't lie. It wasn't your idea to get saved? It was his idea. So why don't you just start believing God? I wish to God somebody in here would believe God for what he said. Well, I don't know nobody. Be the first somebody. Yeah. I don't need to know nobody. Do it. How in the world? I don't know, but it'll work. Praise be to God. I don't know how he's going to do it. How in the world I know how he's going to do it? And it shall come to pass. You know what? That's a problem. Now, listen. This is probably about three of you in here. You're just goofy. Well, I don't know if I could believe that. But you can't believe what God said about you? Stop believing what you want to believe about you and believe what the Bible says about you. Is that okay? Now, can we go on from here? Look, we're almost done if you pay attention. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments. Now, obviously, I get where you're going. Which I command this day that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth. What? He's going to set you high above all the nations of the earth? Yeah, that's what he said. Why don't you just let them set you high? It's like this. They want to have a parade for you, but you don't want to show up. What's wrong with you? Just show up. It wasn't my idea to have a parade for you, but somebody want to have one, so I'm going to show up. And set thee high above all the nations of earth. That's when God's idea is. Start seeing stuff. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. Boy, don't that sound good. What are the blessings? I'm going to tell you what they are. If thou shalt hearken to voice of life, blessed you shall be in the city, and blessed you going to be in the field. He said, you're going to be blessed everywhere you go. The blessing's going with you. You've been in the middle of the sticks, the blessing's going with you. You've been in the heart of the city. You'd be downtown Manhattan sitting there and just chilling out in Times Square. You're the most blessed person in the world. You'd be out in the hills of nowhere. And you blessed because you're bringing the blessing where you go. Watch this. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body. That's your offspring. Look at them kids be like, you jokers are blessed. Every one of them blessed. Why are you blessed? Because the blessing's on your life. And the more I keep speaking it over you, the more it's going to come to fruition. They're blessed. Your grandkids are blessed. Open your mouth. The Bible said it. You said blessed is my fruit. I don't say nothing about my fruit. You said blessed is the fruit of our cattle. Now, cattle is your wealth. You don't got Some of you ain't, you ain't from Texas. Some of you are. You got steers and Billy got goats. I was kidding with him. I was like, but unless you live in livestock, guess what? 
I'm talking about your job. Cattle, ground, kin, what's that? Increase, livestock. Okay? Sheep. We, who, who, who goes to work for sheep? Your paycheck's getting better. Your business positions are getting better. People are going to want you. They don't even know why they want you. I don't know. I heard you the best. I don't know. I believe what they say about me. Come on. I don't know why. The blessing makes a way. It maketh room and added no sorrow. It overtakes you. You see it? Keep reading. Blessed thou shalt be thy basket in thy store. That's your bank account. Blessed thou shalt be when thou comes, and blessed thou shalt be when thou goes. Praise be to God. The Lord, look at this. You got enemies? You better tell them stop. Send them a text. Ain't safe being my enemy. Well, I read in the Bible you're supposed to turn the other cheek. I read in the Bible God's going to crush my enemies. You pick what scripture you like. I like to crush my enemy one. I do what I want to do. It's in the word. I bless them that curse me. I do good to them that spitefully use me. Don't be my enemy. God's going to crush you, and I could care less. I'll pray for you after he beats you down. Hey, I pray resurrection life finds you, but don't be my enemy. Look, thou, Lord, shall cause my enemies to rise up with me, spin before the faith that shall come out against me. One way they go in seven ways. Now watch this. Eight, the Lord shall command. He said, look, bro, I commanded this thing on Adam, and Adam left it. Don't you leave this blessing. Just because it's commanded don't mean you're taking part of it. Did you get this? Just because it's been commanded to you doesn't mean you're taking part of it. We're walking in a greater revelation of it. We didn't know nothing a week ago. We know something this week. We didn't know as much last month, but we know something this month. We know that the blessing is upon you and upon me. And I like this right now. He said, now look, I'm going to show you something now. You better get this. He said, look, Adam, this place is cursed, and you're going to get it out of toil, and you're going to get it out of the sweat of your brow, and this place is a mess. But Jesus came to undo the curse. Look at Galatians chapter 3. Go to Galatians chapter 3. You writing these down? Just write them down. You go back and study them. Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3, we'll read 13 or something like that. Start with verse 13. You almost ready? We're going. Come on, I got to go. Ready? Galatians 3.13. Check this out. Cursed, right? You all know this one. Right now, it says, cursed is everyone hanging on a tree because Jesus redeemed me from the curse. Right? We're going to see right here. And Galatians 3.13, you get it. Christ has redeemed, who redeemed me from the curse? Jesus redeemed me from the curse. Being made a curse for us, for cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. So who undid the curse? Jesus. Now watch this. Remember I told you this? Why? Now get this. Because cursed is everyone that hangeth on a. Now watch the next verse. Keep going. Got the blessing of Abraham. Might come on a Gentile through Jesus Christ. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now watch this. So the blessing went on the cross to take the curse off your life. You see it? Are you seeing it? I got to get you reprogrammed. I'm reprogrammed. No, you better stay with me. Come on, we're going. You got to stay reprogrammed to the blessing. That's where you got to do Romans 12, 1 and 2. You got to renew your mind. Now, you seeing this? Now, what did Jesus say? Jesus said, I redeem you from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for cursed everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentile through Jesus Christ. And that the promise may come upon you what? Through the spirit, through faith. Through faith. You got to have faith for the message. Are you seeing it? Are you seeing it? So Jesus, what is Jesus operating in? The blessing. Watch this. Come stay with me. I'm going to pull you a little deep. Melchizedek shows up to Abraham and he gives him bread and wine. And he said, here, I'm going to share this sacrifice with you. Jesus has been doing miracles with bread and wine through the whole Bible. 
God told me this. I said, what you say? He said, what, did he, what was the first miracle? It was a luxury item, but what was it about? I'll give you wine as part of the blessing. Increase. Don't make no sense turning water to wine. It was a luxury item. God's into getting luxury items, man. First miracle he did was a joke, man. Come on, that's not mean. It's a luxury item, man. It's a luxury item. Did you understand what I said? This is not a necessity. Your daddy wants to, the first miracle Jesus did, he made wine for a party. Don't you think the first one should have been go, go raise a dead person or something? No, he took care of a luxury item. I'm going to change the way you see God, and he ain't got no problem with it because you see him wrong. My God's into all this kind of stuff. He's into details. You know what I mean? Luxury item. Want to know why? It was part of the blessing. God, you know what God told me? He said that's the same offering that came from Melchizedek. He had a problem one day. They didn't have enough bread. He said, give me the bread. I know something about the blessing. And I blessed it and broke it and fed the multitudes of the supply my father left in the earth. I'm going to throw something. It's in the earth. Did you get what I just said? Your head's so shot out. You should come back for three more shirts. I can't go to church. You better get up and come early. Did you hear what I just said? I'm brainwashing you to the gospel. I'm going to prove it to you. Go to Luke chapter 5 and verse 1 and we go home. Luke 5 and 1 is going to mess you up. If you couldn't handle me yet, you better, I pray, somebody better intercede for yourself right now in the middle of going here and going to Luke 5 1. Because if you can't handle that, I don't know what you're going to do, what I'm going to tell you right now. I'm telling you, you're going to get it. There's a handful you're going to get it. But you better, you're going to get it. You better get this thing, right? He said, you got to toil all day. But when the blessing shows up, he overrides the toil in the earth. You seen this? But it's an understanding of faith and it's an understanding of revelation. You get that? Because the earth's still cursed. And it ain't going to change. He said, you're going to have this till you go to the dirt. It'll stay like this forever. So how do you overcome the curse? You walk in the blessing. But if I don't have a revelation of the blessing and the depth of the blessing, how can I overcome the curse of the earth? I got to know who I am. I'm blessed like Abraham. I'm a child of Abraham that the blessing can come on my life. And it came to pass. Watch this, watch this. Get this. We done. It came to pass that as the people pressed upon, you better stay with me, that as the people pressed upon Jesus, mm, excuse me, to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. And he saw two ships standing by the lake, and the fishermen were gone out of them, and they were washing their nets. That means the day's over. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon, and he said, hey, push me out a little further, let me go preach to these people. And he sat down, and he taught the people out of the ship. And when he was done, he left speaking. That means he's finished. He said to Simon, hey, Simon, let me reward you for what you've done. Thanks for helping me with the boat, but let me teach you something, kid. Let me show you something a little bit about your daddy. Launch out in the deep and let your nets for a draw. He said, let you, he said go out there and throw your net. Let, you let, let your net go. You're going to get a catch. What did he say? What did Simon say? We've been doing this all night. We've been toiling. <laughs> We've been toiling all night long, Jesus. You can't be really tough. Now, you throw in the net in the day? You can't throw no net in the day. Those fish will see you. They duck. I went fishing with these dudes. There's guys in here know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? You go with these dudes. Junior, get you in the boat. I'm like, man, why you got to all act like this is like secret sabotage? You know, like you can't just throw the, you can't just throw a net in the middle of the day. 
they see you, they move. James be out there trying to throw that net. I'm like, ah, oh, you got to go like Rambo and throw it from. I was like, man, I don't know what they're doing. Just show up with, now you know what I tell them? Just show up with the bait. I don't want to get in all that. Thank you, Paul, for the one amen. I'm really a nice guy. I don't mind the work, but I'm like, I can't get in all that stuff. But get me. What'd he say? We toiled all night, and we ain't got nothing. Jesus said, yeah, but I got an idea. He said, he said this, he's smart enough to know this, but he's lying about it. He's lying about it. Can you know what he did? Look what he said. He said, nevertheless, at that word, I'll let it go. But he really didn't do right. He said that bust, busted up, jacked up net. Because he didn't want to have to probably clean it again. He wasn't believing because he tells on himself. Watch. And verse 6. And when he said, and when he had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of the fish that the net broke, and he had to go get his friends. Look at this. And he beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help him. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. Imagine this, you got a boat load of fish and it's sinking and you got to go call you. Hey, buddy, come on, man. We got to go get, we got so much fish, the boat's sinking. Now watch verse 8. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at the feet of Jesus saying, what? Depart from me. I'm a sinful man, O Lord. Help me. Look at this next thing. Watch. Watch. For he was astonished at all that were with him and the, draw, and the fish which were taken. You can even read the next one if you want. And so also was James, John, and the sons that were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to them, fear not. Now watch this. Wait a minute. Why did he repent? Because he wasn't really functioning in this. He wasn't functioning in this. If he would have knew what he was saying, he would have put the best net in the water. He would have threw the best nets. He would have brought nets. He said, put your nets. You ain't throwing a net if he says bring the nets. He ain't in the position. He don't understand the blessing. He's learning. He's trying to teach him about the blessing. He said what? He said, we toiled all night long. Jesus said, now you don't understand something. When the blessing shows up, the toil's over. <laughs> you better get this. How many of you been toiling? Come on, you can play some. How many of you been toiling? What you mean toil? You've been working by the sweat of your brow. I ain't telling you go quit your job. I just said this. Understand the blessings on the job when you show up. Did you, wait, wait, wait. We toiled all night long and we ain't got nothing. Jesus said, go put your net in the water right there. Why? Because the minute the net hits the water, the fish will get in it. <laughs> what you say the fish will get in it? Don't worry about it. Just put it in the water because once the net hits the water, the toil's over. Listen to me. You've been toiling for a long time, some of you, in areas of your life. What do I mean by toiling? You've been working it and, and pressing it and, and pushing it and trying to get it to work and try, trying to get the finance. How about this? You've been trying to get the finances to work. You've been trying to get the word to work. You've been trying to get the system to work. You've been trying to get things to happen. You've been trying to get some victories won. You've been trying to get some battles done. You've been try trying and trying, and it's sweat of the brow and kind of like the toil of the earth. But I got news for you today. God's letting us know that there's the blessing that overrides the toil and the labor. And if I can get in the blessing, now this don't make no sense, but if I can get in the blessing, the blessing will do the work. Kind of like he said in Galatians chapter 3, he said, Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that now you think you're going to get this because of the works of the law? Don't you get this by the hearing of faith? What was he saying? And then he goes on and talks about the blessing that's on your life because of what Abraham's faith did. This ain't got nothing to do with you. Just stay in it. 
But I got news for you. What happens when you get up tomorrow and you go, now, wait a minute. I understand I got to get up and go, but it ain't the toil of what I can do nor the sweat of the brow what I could pull off. But it's the blessing that's going to promote me because the Bible said it'll put me high above the earth. And it's not about anything else but the blessing that's on my life because the blessing said it'll make room for me and not make me toil. It's the blessing that's coming on my life that'll give me victory in areas I didn't have victory. It's, er it's areas in my life where the blessing is going to create, what, nations to bow down before me. That's what God said, and I'm just going to go with what God said. And here's this, what tried to come and kill me can't kill me nor can it stop me because the blessing is going before me, and it's raking room for me where I didn't even see there to be no room. I got news for you. Peter sat there and said this. He said, we toiled all night long. Jesus said, just throw your net. You got to understand something, kid. You blessed in the city. You're blessed in the field. You're blessed when you come. You're blessed when you go. And you got to keep your mouth on this blessing. And you got to speak the words of God that God gave you to say about your life. Because every time you say what God says about a matter, you'll get what God said about a matter. It's when you say something different in your own ability, you're going to undo what God's trying to do. So what I find out today, I found out today that the blessing is hidden in the earth. Man, you better get this. I'm going to show you this. If this don't get you there, I can't help you. You better see this. Go, go one more scripture. And you, you go. I don't even know why you'd want to go, but get this one. Look at Matthew. Go to Matthew. Go to Matthew. I think I'm going to pull Matthew 13. I think it's Matthew 13, 11. I'm going to have to find it now. I think that's it. Yeah. Look, this is so where shows the word. And he answered Jesus. He answered and said to them, go, go, to like, go to like nine just so they get the gist of it. I think it starts like around eight, but who has ears to hear, let him hear. It's the parable of the sower. He came and said, the kingdom of heaven is like a seed. Whoever sows a seed in the ground, he's going to get 30, 60, 100 fold off the seed. These are the, like by the wayside. Remember that whole thing? It's Mark chapter 4 is what it is, but Matthew reads it like this. And his disciples came in and said, why do, you speak to, why do you speak to us in riddles? That's what a parable is. It's a riddle, kind of almost. Why do, you, he, why do you speak to us? In, go back to verse 10 just so they can see. You're doing great. And the disciples came and said, Jesus, Jesus is explaining Mark chapter 4. He said, the sower sows the word. These are they by the wayside, such as hear the word. The word comes in one ear, goes out the other. They receive it for joy, but after joy is over, they immediately get offended. They forfeit He said, affliction and persecution arises for the word's sake. They get happy. They get sad. They go through pressure. They get rid of it. They go through us. And Jesus hears the mystery, and he tells them, he said this. He said, he said lichen is the kingdom of heaven is like a seed. And the disciples hear it, and they couldn't get it. And in Mark chapter 4, you really read it. They see it. They don't really understand it, so he breaks it down plain. He said, listen, you're supposed to understand the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. And the disciples came to him and said, why do you speak to us in parables? And Jesus said, it's not for everybody to know. He answered and said to them, because it is given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but not unto them. It's not been given to them yet. Because they haven't humbled their heart. Guys, you know what God's doing? He's revealing unto you the mysteries of the kingdom. This is a mystery. This is a kingdom mystery. You think everybody knows this? You're in a way. You didn't know it until a month ago. What's going to happen when you start believing it? <laughs> you hear what I just said? What's going to happen when you start believing this? Ain't my word. 
Here's my thing. Why are you telling me now, God? Why are you wanting me to know this now? I don't know. Maybe there's something on the side of this for you. It's up to you to know the mystery. This is a kingdom mystery. What's the kingdom mystery? You don't remember them? You don't remember Ephesians 1 and 3? Okay, write it down. Find it real quick. Ephesians 1 and 3, what's it say? You don't know what it says? You should know these one now. God who blessed you with all spiritual blessings and heavenly places in Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. You want to know what's crazy? Before the kingdoms of the world. Oh, my God. You got to get this. Wisdom was laid up before you before the foundation of the earth. All you got to do is find it. Did you get that? Wisdom was laid up before we got here. Now all we got to do is find it. Did you get what I said? There's an answer for everything. In every mystery, all you need is the wisdom. It's here laid up before the earth showed up. Did you get that? We'll talk about that Wednesday. But you just get this, right? Plus is the man, right, who has been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heaven. That's Colossians 1.27. Now get Colossians 1.27, you can go home. You got to believe this stuff. Are you seeing it? Who hath? Isn't hath past tense? That means you got it. Read it. To whom God would make known. Who's that? Look at 26. Go to 26 and to 27, and it, it ties it all together. Even the mystery which has been hidden before the ages from generations, but now it's made manifest to you. It's been hidden. It's a hidden mystery. It's a hidden mystery, man. People don't know this stuff. We should just be grateful. You know what we should do? Lay on the ground, face down, and thank God for what he's telling us. That's what we should do. You go home and just thank God all day. Because why in the world are you giving me this, God? Because he wants to take you to another level. It ain't because we're all that. We're so grateful for God for revelation knowledge. Thank you for telling me this, God. You know what I mean? Just be thankful for what he's telling you. You're going to catch up to it. The, even the mystery which was hidden before the ages of generation, but now was made manifest to the saints. Well, what's that mystery? To whom God would make known what is the riches of his glory, this mystery among the Jews, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Watch, you want to see something else? Watch this. Read a little bit more. Watch this. Go to that. Whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that he were the present even man perfect in Christ Jesus. Perfect man because of Jesus. You get that? What's the hope of the mystery has been revealed? I'm blessed. So now what's in the earth? Now wrap it up. What's in the earth? The curse. Right? For the earth people, what do they got? The curse. What are you operating if you don't know you're blessed? You'll, you'll toil and plant, you'll be with them all in there because you ain't know no better. See what I'm saying? You get 18 jobs, you still can't get out. Come on, right? I'm blessed. And the blessing doesn't add it no toil. Look, 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 look Proverbs. Go to Proverbs 10.22, NIV, and we go on home. I don't know how you ain't falling out your seat. Look what it says. It adds, it maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. What's it saying in NIV? The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and addeth no sorrow? No. The blessing of the Lord, the blessing of the Lord brings wealth and without painful toil. What you just say? 
The blessing of the Lord, it makes wealth. It brings wealth. It makes rich. That's more than just money. Everything and brings no toil. That means you don't work for it. You just accept it and you enter into rest. I, no, duh. It's too good to be true. Yeah, but guess what? This is the only thing that's too good to be true that's true. It's the gospel. It's the good news. It ain't bad news. It's good news that God laid up for you, not based upon your qualification, but based upon what he wanted because he wanted you to go back to Eden. And he said, Adam, because of you, now the curse is in the earth and the toil is in the earth and the sweat of the brow is in the I didn't want this for you, boy, but this is what you chose. And now it came on mankind. This whole book makes sense. And Jesus, why do you go to the cross? Because I take the curse. And what do I do when I'm done with the curse? He takes the blood. And what does he do with the blood? He said, Mary, don't you touch me. I ain't done yet. And he poured. You want to see something crazy? You don't want to see it. I'm just going to stay right here and want to. He takes his blood. He pours it on the altar of God. Remember when he was coming from heaven to earth before he went through the wall and talked to the disciples? And he said this. He said, he said touch me not, Mary. He said, why? Because he goes to the mercy seat of heaven and he pours out all his blood. Jesus never refers himself he never refers to himself to blood again. He says, I am flesh and bones. He said, I'm flesh and bones. He said, I'm not flesh and blood. He has no blood in his body. He's in the glory. <laughs> he left it all on the altar. <laughs> Paying for the price of your sacrifice and mine. And that blood's still screaming out, not guilty. Not guilty. And when the devil's standing in with the gavel against you to say, he's guilty. He goes, not guilty. That blood screams out. This is too good because he's God. He's God. He's God. And that's what he wants for you. It ain't based on what you deserve. It's based on what you receive. He said, I'm not flesh and blood. He said, I'm flesh and bone. Because I left all my blood on the altar to pay for your sacrifice of your sin. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.com.